0: Welcome to the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast, brought to you by Exodus Trail Cameras, the number one podcast for bow hunting product information and hunting stories from across the nation. And now, here's your nine-fingered host, Dan Johnson. All right, everybody, opening day is here. And it is 10 p.m. at night and I am sitting down to do a little, I guess, opening day update. And uh, luckily, my wife gave me permission or uh, allowed me to go out and uh, take advantage of opening day. And I was pretty pretty excited about that. Uh, We worked some some things out and uh, I was able to go. And uh, I honestly didn't put any thought into where I was uh, planning on going, but uh, I knew it was going to be one of two farms close to the house. And uh, I was going to drive by both of them before making a decision just to see uh, what the crop scenario is. I know that uh, a lot of fields in this area are, are... they're harvesting, uh, and uh, that that can play a role in where the deer are, and um, and the acorn situation that uh, that's happening as well. And so I wanted to make sure that I did a, um, you know, I had a good idea of of what was going on in that section of uh, ground before I made my decision. But before that, uh, I had to really, really quickly haul ass and get all my gear put together because I didn't think I was going to be hunting opening day. So I ended up uh, throwing some camo in one of my Ozonics dry wash bags. Um, I don't even know if I had cleaned them or washed them yet this year. And um, so I ran that through a cycle. I got them uh, deodorized. I got some new, new laces in my boots. I did a quick shoot in the backyard to make sure all my broadheads were tuned, and uh, and luckily I did, because yesterday, let's see, it would have been Saturday, was the first day I shot broadheads, and I did have to do some tuning. Uh, Not a ton, Uh, I was off uh, right-left, not necessarily any vertical, but... um, You know, I'm shooting a a fixed blade this year as opposed to in the past. I've uh, shot mechanicals, and uh, I don't care who you are or what the company says. There's going to be a little bit of tuning involved um, when you're shooting a fixed blade broadhead. And uh, so that's what I ended up having to do. Then um, I got my gear together. I got everything situated. um, I had some family uh, that came and visited the new baby today. And then I was able to uh, head out, and so I drove around the section. I figured out where I was going to hunt, and uh, I was going to have to walk through a cornfield to get to the stand location. And um, it would have had to it would have had to be either through the middle of the corn or walk along the gap between a fence line and the, the, the first row. Now, I don't know about you guys, but there is a, a a couple weeds in Iowa and these weeds stick to clothing really, really bad. And, uh, the entire fence row was covered in cockaburs and those, uh, string-like I don't. I don't even know what they're called. Stickies. I, I, I think the the guys from Land and Legacy would probably know what they are, but uh, they stick to the clothes real bad. And I said, "Screw that! I am uh, not going to. Uh, I'm not going to walk through all of that crap just to hunt uh, an early season hunt and potentially ruin some of my my clothing." So, the next option was for me to go to a farm that uh, on a very small track. Fifteen acres, and uh, I ended up going to one of my my buddy's house on that small piece of property, and I didn't put any trail cameras or tree stands up this there this summer because initially I thought he was going to be putting his house up on the market. Well, he recently informed me that he did not put he isn't going to put his house up on the market until probably the spring. So that means I, I get to hunt it this year. So what did I do? I went in, uh, I decided that's where I wanted to hunt and I didn't have any tree stands in there. So I decided to go on a historically good rut stand and, and go into a bedding area on a uh, downwind of it. Uh, so my scent was blowing over top of this ridge down into this creek system below And uh, I was going to do a run and gun, uh, hang and hunt, and make sure that uh, I'd hunt there tonight. And then basically what I um, had thought was get that stand hung, hunt it once, and head back out, leave the stand there. And I don't need to worry about it until the rut comes. Now, I won't hunt this tree stand again until it starts getting good late October up into the rut. Um, just because it is a bedding area basically and I don't want to trounce in there um, when I don't have to Now one thing I noticed on the walk in uh, historically there has been a full crick and because there were some drought locations this year I uh, uh, the crick was empty um, so I didn't know if that was going to be a huge you know, uh, you know a negative impact on the property. Uh, I knew that there was tons of acorns um, on this property so I didn't know if that was going to be a negative impact as far as deer you know doing a traditional bed to ag field bed to food plot bed to food source type movement and um, so I got to the the I walked to the creek, the crick in got to the tree stand location and uh, started setting up, and wouldn't, you know, as I'm halfway up, I got the stand on my back, I'm in my lineman's belt, and two does work their way into the area, this is about f- between 4 and four thirty in the afternoon, still plenty of time before the sun goes down, and typically I don't get into the stand this time, this time of year until about that time anyway, because, you know, a lot of movement only happens the last 30 minutes, uh, before sunset. So I had to sit there. My calf was cramping up and, uh, I was really hoping that I could get a crack at a doe tonight, but my bow was on the ground and I didn't even have my stand hung, uh, yet. Well, I got my, they kind of, they kind of, uh, worked their way past me. Um, and I could still see him, so I was slowly setting this stand up. And, and big shout out to Lone Wolf, man. There's no other tree stand you could do this with. Um, the sticks, there's the system, uh, and the being able to level it there, it's very quiet, no ratchet straps. And um, I was able to continue to hang this uh, a tree stand with the deer probably about 40 yards away from me. I got lucky. Um, and then honestly they they just kind of fed off uh eating acorns and munching on some green leaves Uh, they didn't uh work their way back towards me but it was quiet uh and then really nothing happened tonight except for uh three more does worked their way by me i would say 30 to 15 minutes um towards the end of shooting light and uh they were heading to uh, a neighboring property that has a standing uh, cornfield with some alfalfa that were surrounding it. And that's kind of the what to look for if you're out hunting. I know that in Iowa where I hunt right now, all of the animals, all the deer are on green, either clover or some kind of green, fresh grass. And, um, that is, uh, that is where they, I've noticed that they're at. Um, I'm sure they're eating the acorns that have fallen as well. But uh, I've noticed that they're in the clover fields, they're in the uh, pastures, and they're eating uh, fresh green leaves right about now. And I'm sure if you uh, ended up uh, shooting one you would, and gutting it, you would probably find the same thing as well. And that's it, man. Um, opening day was a success. Uh, in my books, because I got to hunt and uh, I got to enjoy Mother Nature. I got to knock the rust off of my hang and hunt uh, my uh, the process that I do. Man, every year the first couple uh, hanging uh, running guns are a little rusty. You know, you know maybe a little clanking of metal, uh, metal on metal. Maybe a little you know, forgot to put something where I needed to be, you know, had my, my hooks in my bag instead of in my pocket. So when I pulled my bow up, I had to get, you know, get back in my pocket, put the hook up first, you know, those, those simple things. Um, But uh, overall, man, I'm excited for the rest of the season. Uh, Not sure how much I'm going to hunt or even want to hunt uh, early, mid-October. I think what I'm going to do is probably just save it for the, uh, for the rut. And uh, hit it hard when uh, the hunting is good so I just wanted to send this little quick update I know it's not a full podcast today but uh, I just wanted to uh, share what I saw tonight uh, share where I hunted tonight and uh, hopefully uh, in the next handful of weeks man if I do go hunting it's probably going to be just to fill the freezer on a dough or two um, whether that's uh the farm close to, uh, where I live, or if I am able to head back to my main farm, that's, uh, that's the goal is to get a dough down. And then, uh, like I said, once November hits, it's time to grind it out. So, um, we got a, another cool podcast coming uh, later this week. And I just got text messages from a guy who I've posted pictures, um, our facebook page from oklahoma he laid down a giant he's going to come on the podcast and talk about uh that in in the next uh, couple weeks so um the followers of the nine finger chronicles are already having a successful season as well uh so um, keep an eye out for uh, those stories to come other than that guys uh, on a real serious note wear your damn safety harness uh, and have a good week Thank you.